Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Wallace. And you're listening to The Geek Town here <laughs> on WEMF Radio. Leaping forward bionically. Oh, hit it. Fine. Jazz. You know why? Because I'm pumped up. I'm sorry, my dark lord, I spoke out of turn. You'll have to forgive me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down here on WEMF. I am at B in the house. I look to my left. He's do- he- He's actually rocking a pretty sweet uh, a- uh, Adam from uh, Beetlejuice costume. I'm talking about Black Adam Willis. <laughs> yeah, it was the wrong color, though. Happy Halloween, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. baby. I'm just trying to help you out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a lot of help. I, I do like Alec Baldwin though. Oh, he was the man in that movie. And I want to see uh, I want to see some Halloween movies this week, you know, to bring on the show and review and everything like that. But the only like horror movie out there is like the Medea's Halloween <laughs> movie, and you know I'm probably not going to go out and watch yeah, that, right? Don't do it yourself. <laughs> it is the scariest movie out though, by far. <laughs> some hauntings just cannot be unseen. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but no, where's your costume, man? This is the Halloween extravaganza. Where, you, going on. Where's your costume? Baby. What do you got? Who do you think you're talking about? Under the right five there, layers you got. Friend, that's right not much there. of a costume. That's I play the game. Yes. <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, it's all good, man. In the house, we also have... Are you ready to party on, Wayne? I am absolutely ready to party on. You ready to party on, Garth? Yeah. All right. You all go. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I'm looking across at the slimiest of slime. Slime. Hey, Amy McCobb and just Johnny joining Sup. us in the house. Yep. I actually submitted my picture to Super Deluxe doing their live thing on Facebook today, and I got totally roasted, and it was great. Nice. Nice. They, wait, they, they said Sexy Slimer's missing something? They said I was too spoopy, which is the highest compliment I can be paid. Is that too what? Spe- spoopy. 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 Oh, I just learned about that word. So, so wait, can it you was, fill me in? Is, is it because of the post someone made complaining about it? Uh, Garth filled me in. Oh, okay. Spoopy is very important. Spoopy comes from this like picture on the internet that some idiot made a sign that's supposed to say spooky and it was being sold in like a craft store but it said spoopy instead uh, it's like uh when i was on a bus as a kid and we used to like write on the windows when it would get foggy and she tried to write sweet cake but she wrote sweat cake yeah that's pretty much exactly <laughs> that and then now there's also creppy which is another favorite there was like a cake with a spider on it that said creppy instead of creepy uh. but spoopy has come to be this kind of like cute spooky thing or like if something tries to be spooky but fails it's spoopy oh. so it's like the highest compliment i could be paid so shout out to Super Deluxe for totally nailing it on my uh, picture submission. Very spoopy. I got gotcha. you. Oh, oh, Amy McCobb representing the uh, the spoopiest of spoop here on the Geek Down. We have a fun show for you. We have news. We have reviews. We have. Uh, oh, jeez, I'm 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 gonna butcher it, but Asterios Koknos. Sure. Oh, come on. Help me out. You've got, like, okay, we've got a very awesome comedian calling in <laughs> later on. The man's, he's, he takes nerddom to new levels, to, to, to scholarly degrees of geekdom, and we're happy to have him on the show. But first, let's get into some news. Um, the first story I, I, I took down, just because this was damned interesting, um, and it's good to see celebrities actually using their powers for good instead of... Well, Drugs. and Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Drugs. No, Ashton Kusher um, has helped rescue uh, 6,000 plus... Uh, sex trafficking victims. Now, uh, Thorn is an organization uh, that uh, Kutcher uh, started with his ex-wife Demi Moore, and it was established in 2008 to fight sex trafficking and child pornography. Mm. Um, so what they do is they build tools for law enforcement to prioritize their um, uh, what do you call it? To prioritize their caseload and recover victims uh, to find traffickers. Um, now, on a recent talk show, uh, it wasn't like The View or anything. It was one of those. Oh, um, the Kathy Lee show. Mm. I look around blank faces. Y'all don't. All right, Kathy Lee gives a person who has a Yeah, talk we, show we got it. Something. We don't need to. All right. All right. Well, on the on the um, recent talk show appearance there, uh, he was there to promote his new show, but he actually chose to talk more about the organization and announced that the organization itself um, learned that uh, trafficking and finding victims primarily occurs on the internet. So they started a new initiative, and what they're doing now is they're building digital tools uh, to combat this. And this year alone, uh, they found, uh, identified, and recovered over 6,000 trafficking victims. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's, I think two things when I read this story. It was that like, Ashton one. was trafficking himself. I know. Yeah. I had that same thought. But. Well, the first was just like, wow, that's, you know, really great. And the God he's using his money to do that. But two is, is it, why did it take Ashton Kutcher to have this happen? 
Yeah, it's <laughs> why can't they just right? like put that stuff in there in place in general? If it was just like all about matter of money, is that that's all it was? Like, I don't know. I think it's exposure, how did he like, come up with this thing? Like, oh, I'm just gonna do that, and we got all this. We got six thousand people we found. You know what I mean? Why did it take Ashton Kutcher? Why didn't they nah, just a, put something like that in place in the first place? Well, know? important causes often get overshadowed by the fact is they're not fun. You know, you got to think Ashton Kutcher's a guy who's notorious for, um, he's like a party guy. He's like a guy who's got a very, like, positive image. Wears trucker know. hats and does all yeah, that, that yeah. Well, that's, he wears that's not the most. trucker hats. <laughs> that's not to love. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think, like, you know, dude, uh, it's, it's not Sean Penn. Right. You know, like a Oof. dude who's just constantly doing wait, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's a dude who's heavy into, like, his causes. And Ashton mm-hmm. Kutcher's a dude who has a different image. But apparently he's still aware of these things and doing what he can. Uh, kind of from a different point of view. I think that's why it's it's come to light now. It's maybe generational. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I mentioned Sean Penn specifically because this dude does tons of stuff, but he's just this stuffy old guy. Yeah. Uh, that I see him in any ways. Yeah, they definitely have certain, certainly different images and stuff. But from what I understand about Ashton Kutcher as well is he's actually, you know, he has that image, but he's a pretty well-read guy. Yeah, from everything yeah, I hear about him and stuff, you see him appear on like Bill Maher's show mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I guess yeah, he's, he's like definitely a, very into. No, I don't want to say into, but very keyed into world politics. Very keyed yeah. into a lot of different causes and things of that nature. And something interesting about this story is one of the things that he actually helped initiate is uh, I had been reading into it uh, something where people they ask people to submit photos of their hotel rooms mm-hmm. that it helps police uh, identify known hotel locations Mm. so that people would actually say oh if you're staying in a hotel room take photos of it and submit you know just the room itself doesn't you you don't need to be in it so that they can have this database of okay so this is you know such and such hotel on sunset boulevard Mm. and if they see if they get pictures of a girl in a room and they can say oh you know what that room is a match to this location. They can identify the hotel. So that's something that he kind of was promoting for a while was yeah, taking pictures. Safety hacks. And exactly. Stuff, yeah. Like taking pictures in your hotel room and submitting them so mm. they know, you know, the Omni Plaza, whatever. If they have pictures of, you know, two girls in the lobby, they can match it to that. That's good. That's pretty slick because one of the ways, um, one of the victims actually identified uh, how she, like one of the former victims, one of the rescued victims, identified how she uh, actually got caught up in the life there. And then they, they sold it. They sold it, like, through a, um, an online posting at Craigslist ad. Like, you know, you're buying a car. Hey, you know, it's a young girl. She's 22, only has, like, 4,000 miles on her, you know, some BS like that. But they post up a picture of her in just posed on a bed yeah. in that hotel room. And that's had exactly had- what it is, that they say, oh, we saw this ad for a girl in this hotel room, and it's a match to this, this known hotel. They may not be able to catch that specific group, unfortunately, but if they tend to, you know, reuse locations, if they know something's a quote-unquote safe area for them to use. So it's a really good tool, and Ashton Kutcher had actually had, like, an awareness campaign of, hey, please submit to this thing. Yeah, more, more power to him. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see... That someone with his image is using his you said, influence. You said uh, Demi Moore was involved with this. Is she still involved as well? Uh, there was no word on that. that. He was mostly yeah. the uh, the mouthpiece, and I'm not sure if that's like her lesser involvement uh, in the most in the in the recent years, or if it's just like still a sore spot because they're no longer together, uh. but they're still co-founders uh, and chairs of the organization right, itself. Right. I mean, it's a good cause, so I don't anticipate that would be. Yeah, and like, like ah, you know, they yeah. fizzled out with marriage. But it's this, I'm like a bad blood, man. You know, I've still got like you know uh, co-custody of uh, of, uh, of a cat that I see every other weekend. You have visiting rights to the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, <laughs> you get like every every other weekend. Deadbeat cat dad, man. What can yeah, I say? Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, but um, now if anyone wants to check up on this, uh, the organization is called Thorn. Thorn. Um, and uh, by Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore. They're doing good things, man. Can't wait um, for the movie. They're aiming uh, to get. Child pornography completely eliminated from the internet, and they're doing good things with sex trafficking now. You know, you we probably just have to blow up the internet. You know, blow up the internet. I don't know, man. Where am I gonna get those memes? Yeah, it's all about the cat memes, baby. It's all about the cat have, memes. I need to fix. <laughs> all right, but now next news story, uh, dude. This one might. Uh, this one's gonna hurt people, man. <clears throat> I use my serious voice for this. <laughs> Team Vine and Twitter announced that Vine would close down in the coming months. Since going public in uh, in, uh, November of 2013, uh, Twitter, who owns Vine, uh, has yet to turn a profit. 
Now, uh, with the additional competition and waning interest uh, in a buyout, they've announced that uh, they're cutting about 350 jobs. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's it? No, that's not 9% of its workforce, man. Yeah, that's, that's pretty big. Yeah, I mean, fifty people, and they're not without a job. Well, uh, of a company that's making no money, three hundred fifty people yeah. is, is significant. Yeah, and this this is a subset of Twitter. It's not. Yeah, yeah but three hundred fifty people in the just grand scheme of things yeah. isn't like that. We'll much. figure like three hundred fifty people, um, all working for free day in day out, and you still have to. Actually, I'm not working for free. Um, you are not making any money, but you still have to pay them out. Yeah. Uh, and they operate this one faction. Okay, even better. Adam, you are Voltron. Okay, your foot hasn't been pulling its weight. All right, you need to like scrape off that line. You know, find um, see if uh, one of the one of the uh, Power Ranger um, uh, uh, Zoids droids. Zords, you, you should teach Zords economics, is, Pat. Uh, well, you know what? I, I, I took I took classes in this. I'm very educated. No, I get the, not, not I get the economics college. part of it. I'm no, just saying, like college. 350 people. Like, if it's a big company, yeah. it's not. Right, well, well what's interesting Adam, is Adam, their jobs, 350 not a big jobs and families does not matter. That, that's well, a, medium, that's a good medium-sized company. We're talking like probably a bankroll of like 30 million a year just to keep those people uh, employed. So it's not nothing, nothing. You know, well, one of the things that. that's interesting about the Vine takedown, not takedown, because they're not to be to clarify. Mm-hmm. All that's happening is that the Vine app is no longer going to be functional in the sense that you cannot upload new vines, mm-hmm. but they're not taking down Vine. Right. No, you can still I've access, watched a bunch of them. But you can still them watch them. Either. Don't worry. You can watch that lobster riding a skateboard as much as you want. No, I like the one with the uh, the guy crossing over that, the basketball with a baby, and the baby falls over, and these guys just scream, and that's it's just like this little girl falls over. You know, yeah, it's it's hilarious. But the um the thing with Vine is Vine itself became a huge platform for like lesser known people to get, to get known, their word yeah. out, and now it's just not going to be available. Now, mind you, that's not because those things don't exist. It's, I think, since Vine became so popular, competition came and kind of blew it out of the water. Most people now are using things like uh, Facebook Live. Snapchat. You know, Snapchat. Yeah. Instagram has yeah. implemented a live feature slash clips. Yeah. You can kinda... also now upload, I believe, up to 30-second videos onto Instagram. So it's no longer... I think it's a minute now, actually. Is it a minute? Yeah. Wow. Like, the point is that you can put, say... You know, comedy, if you have a sketch group, you can put it. The thing with Vine was it was easily accessible in a way that people could get exposure if you were not already known. Mm -hmm. And it seems interesting that um, from what I was reading online that they met with some more well-known Vine stars Mm -hmm. that wanted to kind of get on the bankroll. Vine stars, I know, 2016. (laughs) That wanted to kind of get on the Twitter bankroll, if you will, by providing content. Mm -hmm. And Twitter was very, very against this. And that's one of the, like... Death nails of Vine with well, people trying think. to monetize this thing that just like was a sinking ship. Yeah, cats know. can go to like YouTube and make more money. Yeah, know? it's just can... it seems so like 2016, like six second videos. It seems like okay, there's the death of the attention span right there, like yeah. just as a prime example. You know what I mean? But also, I thought it was like if you were really good on Vine, like a really good video, it's like a lot goes into the. You know what I mean? Like yeah, a lot goes yeah. into like a six second. There's some to make real it funny mm-hmm. ones, and yeah. not just funny. There's just like interesting ones. Yeah, like the raccoon stealing the uh, cat food. And running off, I don't know. It's just stupid stuff no. like that. It's six seconds, but it's stuck in your head. My you know personal I mean? favorite is the dude doing the uh, the Dexter. Yeah. Uh, walk down the hallway. Surprise, mother. Mm. Yeah. Surprise, oh, yeah. mother. You know what it reminds yeah. me of? Like just uh, wrong size, mother. Mm. Vine in Some general dies. is uh. The, they did this thing called the Lumiere Project, where all these filmmakers did. Uh, they had to do like it was like a ninety-second movie, mm-hmm. basically like that. And they had to like uh, David Lynch would do one, and a whole bunch of famous actors did it because like the Lumiere brothers who started film mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's the length of the, the film was. You know what I mean? A lot of those early videos. So they had to like go back in the past and make it with like these old film cameras and do something really, really short. And just how much time and energy to to get something like memorable in that small little window. You know what I mean? Did, so did it's kind of like this? it sounds like. What's you that? Made, you made, did you submit for this? Oh, absolutely not. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, you're not going up against guys like David Lynch and David Fincher and people like well, that. Sure, so. dude, that's how you make your name. All right, in the you know, 90 you've second got, video, you've got, you've got uh, things like Vine at your expo- at your yeah. disposal to uh, you know build up to get your chops. Yeah, that's just you know uh, to, to build up your skills, and then you're ready to take down the jive suckers. Jim Jarmusch, pff, who's he? <laughs> oh man. Jarmish. <laughs> so, uh, well, it's, but it's, it's 2016 such a such a mother man. Everyone's uh, we got somebody on the line. Uh, we we got, got someone on the line, man. I just want people to know um, you can still get your vines. Like they will be available. They're keeping the servers up. They're just not going to be uh, like pushing the new ones 
and I'm mean, basically it's it's the it's the, the that coffin nail is very visible, and uh, the, the the hammer is the sword of Damocles. But you know what? Keep in mind, um, Twitter's still going, so we'll see the next thing. In the meantime, Facebook Live represent. All right, so who do we have on the line, my friend? Uh, hello, you've got a stereo coconut. How are you guys doing? Ow. Are you guys still talking about uh, sex trafficking on your geek comedy show? Exactly <laughs> what we talk about, man. There is nothing more nerdy than than sex trafficking child pornography. I don't know what you've been, but in 2016... No, we're talking to um, Asterios Kokonos. Uh, how are you, man? I'm all right. How are you guys doing? Ah, we are chilling. It is frosty in Boston. We're all here in costume. I'm not sure if you're watching along on the Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash thegeekdown. Um, but you can actually see us live here. We're doing hand gestures. We're all in costume. <laughs> hey, friend. Yo, what's up? Listen, I'm, look, I'm not going to lie. I'm not on the Twitch. I'm not near my computer. Can uh, I please hear we'll what you guys you. are wearing in order of, of sexiest to least sexy? Oh, well, that would be Adam Willis. Go right ahead, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. It's the radio, man. You can get away with that here. <laughs> uh, since you can't see, uh, I'm dressed as service and have three heads, all of which are functional dogs. Mm-hmm. It's it's spectacular. There's even some steam coming out of their mouths. Yeah, I, I'm very impressed with just the uh, the dedication. That that could not have been comfortable to bring up the stairs in this building. But uh, dude, welcome to yeah, the yeah. Geek Town. Well, wait, 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 wait! I'm in my Doctor Manhattan costume. Oh well, so if obviously. you can't, we can't feel that. Too. I'm, I'm just swinging all day. Uh, so we know Asterios is there. Um, you know, uh, just laid back with some cavassier in his den. You know me, I'm just chilling the F out. Nah. Hey, I actually thought, because this is a nerd show, mm-hmm. I thought you were going to be dressed as Dave Sims therapist, and I was going to be like, where's your huge misogynistic rant about how women drain men's creativity? <laughs> wow, wow. I was saying boomers. Okay, for our listeners right there, <laughs> is... Asterios just dropped his, just, just whipped out his nerd dick and flopped it on the table. <laughs> All right, that's what's going on. I was going to introduce, like, Wayne and Garth we have in the house here. You've kind of, like, killed the uh, the momentum. Wow. That's what I do. Uh, the, part, uh, the party's off now. The, party, <laughs> the party's off. Not <laughs> Party over, Wayne. Party over, Garth. All right, well, if you can't actually see what we're doing, that makes no sense. So I'll just jump right into it. We're talking with the Serios. You are a stand-up comic. You are a writer, a, uh, an online contributor to several different outlets. You want to give our listeners a quick rundown of who you are and why you're awesome, buddy? Sure, Okay. I'll talk about myself all day. Yeah, look, <laughs> I'm a Stereos Coconuts. I'm a comedian. I got a new book out called Toys for Cheap. It is a fake catalog of dangerous and insane toys. And uh, you can find it on Amazon by searching the word toys, the number four, the word cheap, or by going to devastatorpress.com slash cheap. And uh, I'm a comedian. I've been a comedian for a while. I uh, was a comedian in Boston for a long time, uh, and so I can definitely respect how friggin' cold it is there. I'm so sorry that you live there. <laughs> I know that you're scared. I feel te- <laughs> well, dude, I hear yeah, you. I feel one of terrible. Us. Feel terrible for you guys. No. Um, yeah, I used to do sketch in Boston. I used to do sketch at the uh, Improv Boston Theater, and I remember when I was in college, just trudging through feet of snow. And ice to go do sketch comedy for three old people uh, who would leave halfway through the show. Yeah, it was, it was not a not a good scene there. So I so like mad respect for you guys for making it down to the studio. Isn't it like when you trudge through that much snow and you're that cold? Is the last thing you want to do is be funny? <laughs> that's the, the thing that would be the last thing I want to be is funny after that like I'd be so I miserable I, I, you know? I feel like it elicit a chuckle or two um, <laughs> hopefully they would stay for it <laughs> yeah that's mm-hmm. it alright alright so after these people left your show you chased them down and slashed their tires <laughs> well we were we would get pretty drunk on the way to the show so, so we could stay warm uh, good idea. so we were usually just carried out of the theater Okay. By the helpful intern, who would just be like, "All right, I hope one day someone invents something called an Uber, because because if that doesn't happen soon, if we're just gonna, but we would all just die in the street. We would go to Bukowski's. Do you guys remember that bar? Well, still there, still around, man. Oh my God, thank goodness. Okay, so here's the sad thing about. I graduated college in 2004, so that's like 13 years ago. You Every single place I went to in Boston that was cool. It's now closed. 
Oh, no. Yeah, Bukowski's still there. They have the uh, the peanut butter hamburger. That's still there. Okay. Maybe right, your problem is the places left. you thought were cool actually weren't cool. Maybe oh. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Shots what? fired. Oh, oh my God! Up is down. You haven't you haven't God, labeled any places. Yeah, you haven't you haven't given any uh, shoutouts to any places. So I don't know. Like that's right now, show. I'm thinking what you had in mind is cool. What is, what uh, illustrious college did you attend? Yeah. I attended Emerson College <laughs> for the for the uh, the, the, the soon to be unemployed. Yeah. As, and, as, um, as did I. And what, okay. Yeah. I, I think we may have actually walked together, dude. How sad is that? <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, okay, the cool places, there used to be a place called the Shangri-La. It was on Beacon Hill. Yeah, that's not there. <laughs> that's long gone. Yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> nope, it's definitely not there. The nice thing with the Shangri-La is that they would literally serve alcohol to, like, a 12-year-old orphan. <laughs> oh, they didn't care. <laughs> to be fair, no, they, if they served me, and, and for those who don't know what I look like, I right now look like a 12-year-old urchin, uh, they, I yep. never once got carded. Never once? Never once. Wow. Huh? I got carded once in life. It was literally only the once? week before. Only one. So I mean, when, I mean, when, since Pat, then. when Pat was seven years old and tried to get a beer, he apparently got carded. Well, it, <laughs> I mean, since. in all fairness, I did sound like this when I was seven. So, I mean, you can get away with a lot. But no, it was a week before my 21st birthday, and a buddy of mine invited me to a film festival going on in the back room of a bar. So I tried to tell the dude, no, I'm not even here to drink. I'm just here for this film festival. And he got in fine. But God forbid they let me in. I don't know. I want to call racism, but it was a black dude kicking oh, me out, man. man. Just, just, yeah. just, yeah. But uh, serious, you have uh, two books out that are, I think, are some of the funniest things ever done. It's uh, Enemies of Twenty Something Mega Man. Do you want to? Oh, you read those? I have. I own both. Oh my god! I <laughs> uh, yes. All right. So again, you can go to devastatorpress.com to buy my work. And uh, the end of it, so I put out these two zines, they're like these 12-page zines drawn by a really funny comic, Paige Weldon. They're called The Enemies of 20-something Mega Man. And the idea behind them is that uh, I turned all the annoying people that you meet in your 20s into video game villains. So, for example, um, uh, far too complex high fives man, uh, <laughs> hardcore about karaoke man. Casually does cocaine, man. Um, vapes at inappropriate times, man. Uh, but won't stop Instagramming his baby, man. Okay, All the great. Save for the cocaine. I feel like you're personally insulting me. Do you do you Instagram your baby a lot, Pat? All day, all day. I told you, I get him one weekend. You know, he's a he's a little cat. I call him Gorilla. Yeah, he's awesome. You Instagram your baby too much? You don't do cocaine while you Instagram your baby. No, no, of course not. Of course not. The baby does cocaine. But yeah, everyone should check these out. They're super, super funny, especially if you are just, you know, a fan of Mega Man or hate people. I mean, I feel like it just has a broad appeal here. Dude, Mega Man, though, first of all, when I heard that, because I haven't read the book. I'm, I'm full disclosure. I'm, I'm a bad person. But um, that is one of my uh, uh, secret, I'll say secret fetishes. And I was severely upset. You mean, you mean Roll or Mega Man? Man, um, Rush, keep that to yourself. No. <laughs> no Your secret's safe with me and all of the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I'm a huge fan, man. What was the inspiration like to, uh, to go Mega Man specifically? Because I know some folks would have gone, well, you know, the Brady Bunch characters would have, and, you know, but you actually took it, you actually had flavor. Oh, well, I, I mean, honestly. The nice thing about Mega Man villains is that you can just kind of come up with anything and stick the word man to the end of it. <laughs> like Trade secrets. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like, literally, I think that there, I think, like, there's both Iceman and Snowman. Like, they ran out of elements to turn into bad guys. There's, like, so many Mega Man villains. Like, um, there's like, I think there's like a cut man. There's a bummering man. Blade man. Wait, are, are, we, are, we, are we doing this? Can we go? Can we, can we have the nerd out? Are uh, we just naming different okay, guys? Okay, cool. Because I, I want to point out there, there's this fire, there's uh, there's fireman, flame man, heat man, reptile yep. man. Uh, rept, reptile man? Yeah, there's a reptile man. Yep. Oh man, because there's also snake man. Yep. What the crap? <laughs> there's air man. We've uncovered a dust conspiracy man. here. Yeah, air man, dust man, um, Tanaka Man, which is the one that always threw me. Because what the hell? Tanaka? It's not an actual thing. That's the last name. Guts Man. Wasn't that named after like a wrestler? Like, wasn't that the idea behind Tanaka Man? It was like he was just like a very strong guy. Much like Guts Man, another very strong guy. Oh, man. Wait, so you've got the inside stuff, man. Regalus. 
I mean, look, doesn't. I may have spent a day or two around the Capcom offices just going through a dictionary and looking for words that could become <laughs> evil robot masters. Um, let me think. I got to say, I think my favorite Mega Man character is Proto Man. Ah, uh, I mean, he's he's, he's the best cool of the best. Scarf. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the whistle, but and that has gotten me many of a drunken slap in the face after uh, <laughs> after at parties at 4 a.m. <laughs> Like, so, hey, so, you, so you're doing stand-up right now, and I saw that you you performed at the Comedy Store, of course, which is a very famed uh, comedy oh. club out there. Can you? And what's the feeling like? You're walking down that hallway, and you see all the you know that that hall of uh, uh, photos of all the legends that have performed there. What's it feel like to perform on that stage when you know so many people have been uh, been on that stage uh, before you? Yes. Tell Adam how big was your boner? Um, I have to say, uh, stand-up is. It's a lot more fun when you're drunk. I will say that. You have to find the right level. This is doing anything. Yeah, I I think there's like a that Michelin web look sketch where it's like the perfect amount of alcohol is one and a half drinks. Like if you can have one and a half drinks, you can do anything, but anything more and anything less and you're completely useless. Right, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, uh, the problem is at at the comedy store, uh, they have, they make these gigantic scorpion bowls. So they, every drink's more just, than the, the allotted amount. Yeah, that's amount. not one yeah. and a half. Correct dude. me if I'm wrong. That's not, yeah, it's also not a bad thing, though. I mean, if, you, if your proportions are off, I mean, you, you go, go still have at it. Look, I'll do it. I'll get up, I'll get up on that stage thinking drunk. It's just uh, I will have a much better time than the audience. Because in my head I'll be killing it, and then, oh, man. Uh, and then like later I'll watch it on video, and it's like, oh, look at this! There's like a slurring mess on stage who's trying to get his jokes out about the animatrix, and uh, none of them are landing. Wow, well, what's wrong with man. this guy? Well, no, your mistake the there was the animatrix is a prestige project. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you also uh, I wanted to give a shout out to something you had up earlier in the month on something awful that I really liked. Uh, seeing as it is Halloween today, you had cartoon stones. Oh, yeah. They were really funny. Uh, for those who don't know, you can go to somethingawful.com and check these out. But uh, my personal favorite was you had one for the Street Sharks, and it just said, only 90s kids will remember these corpses. And it was just, <laughs> it was so yes. on point. It was so on point. That whole series of just different tombstones and little eulogies for 90s cartoons. You have a really I'm good eye to- for the quick wit. Mm-hmm. Um, Fred, I think one of them was the, the biker mice from Raw. Yes. <laughs> and the epitaph was, even we can't believe we existed. Oh. And that's the biker mice from Raw. No, no, we, we uh, talk about that all the time. I on love that show. That's, that's, that's a that's soul soul spot, How many furries do you think came from biker mice from Mars and the, moo, the, the cowboys of Moo Mesa? Oh, don't. Yeah. The Cowboys of Mesa. I don't know. Guns. Don't oh. don't take don't taint my happy childhood. <laughs> what Cowboys of Mesa, Street Sharks, Street and Biker Mesa? Samurai Mar- Pizza Cat. Sam- well, Samurai Pizza Cats weren't like super buff. What is a Samurai no, Pizza Cat? The Stone Samurai Protectors is one of my favorites. The Stone Protectors. Yeah. Well, Stone Samurai Samurai Pizza Cats was an actual anime. Mm-hmm. Is the thing, but like all those other ones were just like weird. There used to be like a series of mini hot dogs that you could cook in the microwave that were biker. Mice from Mars themed. Oh Jesus! I remember what? buying those. <laughs> wait, wait, Esther, did we just blow your mind? Yes, I have. <laughs> I have to go now and eat twenty-year-old hot dogs. <laughs> I'm to see what's on eBay. <laughs> to the you internet. Wash it down with some original Ecto Cooler. Oh, sounds like a hell of a Halloween, man. You got plans, apparently. <laughs> see you guys later. I got. I got to go get diarrhea. <laughs> All right, all right. So let's give you the 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 the, 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 the floor here. So shameless plug. What have you got going on? What do you want to push? Look, I got this new book out. It's called Toys for Cheap. It's a fake toy catalog. You can find all sorts of crazy fake toys in it. For example, we've got uh, Stretch the Truth Armstrong, the only doll that lies on his resume. Got, oh God, I'm coughing in the middle of my plug. We've got ourselves. 
we've got ourselves a Lana Del Rey gun, which you shoot yourself in the throat with it and it turns your voice to a smoky, depressing mess. <laughs> we've got a bunch of Confederate money. Don't ask us why we have so much of this. Just buy it. Uh, we've got John Candyland. John Candyland. It's the game that benefited most from the death of John Belushi. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We've got Pickle Me Elmore Leonard. He says over 10 spare pithy phrases that evoke humanity's worst. Oh and uh, when, you, when you squeeze his hand, he just tells a lot of stories about how Get Shorty got taken away from him in editing. <laughs> Let me see if I can find one. Oh, and then finally, one of my favorite toys is my digital stepdad. It's a little Tamagotchi of a bald guy with a mustache. And uh, when, you, when you push his buttons, you can either blame him for your divorce, tell him that he's not your real dad, or ask him for money. And you can find these toys and more at Toys for Cheap. You can go to Amazon.com and search for the word toys, the number four. The word cheap. Or go to devastatorpress.com slash cheap. Dude, you are awesome. a uh, Thank you so man. much. You had dude. me at Tamagotchi. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get it. That's almost as good a picture as Vin Diesel pitching Street Sharks. As Vin Diesel. That was really good. Vin oh, Diesel, good. which if I, people out there haven't seen, that's a real thing of Vin that's Diesel thing, yeah. basically selling Street Sharks to you. Yeah. yeah. I also feel, uh, Sturis, when we get you off air, we got to uh, actually school you on Samurai Pizza Cats. I feel like this is something you've missed out on and will change nope. your life. I, I know I can do a better impression of the announcer than you can. Oh, you're yeah, hip? You know. oh. oh, yeah, do it. Oh. Who do you call when you want some pepperoni? Oh, my Samurai God. Pizza Cat. They're oh. fighting all crime, as you know, it's no baloney. <laughs> this week, oh he's the leader of the group. <laughs> you know, a hell of a fighter. Back to hell of a lunch. And little polyester is never afraid of going into battle when the bad guys invade. Oh Here God. come the pizza cats. They're so bad, they've got more fur than any turtle ever had. <laughs> Well, that, that Don't even there's, start there's with the Halloween. Johnny had no idea. Johnny's the one that had no idea I who the no pizza idea. cats are. But now he's been totally wrecked. You, so. you have ruined this man's adulthood. Uh, you've also ruined <laughs> our chances of exporting this video to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get flagged on content ID I, so badly. I'm not sure about that one. That was spot on. I, I'd never heard it before, but it sounds like it was yeah. spot it on. It was spot on. So that was that's your Halloween costume, man. Yeah, also, I didn't realize it was that well known. My porn name is Guido Anchovy. I'm going to have to change it now. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much, man. We are so jealous. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. All right. Well, hold on. Legit question before you before you go, um, just so cats can Google you and our audience can look in uh, to it. You want to spell your name for us because I know you're... Uh, uh, it's, it's a weird name. It's very Greek. You can go to twitter.com slash Asterios. That is A-S-T-E-R-I-O-S. Or to AstereosCoconos.com. Again, that's A-S-T-E-R-I-O-S-K-O-K-K-I-N-O-S. Thank you, guys. You guys are the best. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Party on. <laughs> All right. So that was Asterios Coconos. Uh, freaking crazy. And <laughs> <laughs> Just play, play them off. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm, 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 that was that was the sleeper hit. Is the samurai pizza cats? My goodness! I, yeah. Where did that come from? Amazing. Left field, like a mother. Incredible, incredible. Yeah, and Adam was rendered speechless. How often does that? Because <laughs> uh, I mean, this man just in quiet reflection of his love for biker mice from Mars. And I, I, I know it's a sore spot, man. It is for me too. We didn't mean to to take you there. You gonna be all right? Yeah, yeah I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I oh want to hear what's going on with Wizard Lizard. What Wizard a, uh, Lizard. RPG that came out just recently from. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I nah, it's have okay. it in front of me. Uh, Amy McCobb got the lowdown. <laughs> you actually got to check this out for yourself. Yes. Mm, indie game uh, debuted at PAX uh, in 2016. Which uh, I missed recently, it, PAX. Just... Sadly, I was I clearly missed this adorable game and did not oh, see it. They at gave PAX all free itself. plushies. Yeah, I was just totally blanked on it, I guess. I was uh, too busy eating a giant turkey leg. That's okay. They had a dragon there we could pet, too. I mean, you, you really missed I out. I want flyzins on a dragon. Uh, it's not the same. Not the same. He uh. gave free rides. 
Oh man. None of this happened. That's okay, because you know what happened? I got to play Wizard Lizard. I will tell which about is it, available on Steam and mm-hmm. it is a kind of old school little RPG. You play as as aforementioned Wizard Lizard. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to like save the day. And uh, what made this game a little quirky and different from others is almost in a Kirby like manner. Mm-hmm. His ability is to not eat and absorb, but to become his enemies. So using his little lizard magic, mm-hmm. you'll be playing through a level, uh, which is very classic old school kind of RPG. Like you bump into a bad guy and it's like, what do you do? Okay, do I shoot it? Do I hit it? Do I run? You know. Do and I then, consume? And then you can become it. So like, let's say you're you know fighting a little bat or something. Mm-hmm. You are suddenly now, you are the bat. And you complete wait, wait, the level wait, wait. You, you, gaining... You said that you... You are the bat. Yes. Feel the bat. Become the bat. <laughs> um, so you become the little enemies that you fight. And mm. it's just really cute. It has really fun music also. It just had good, cute little music to it. And uh, I have to say, quick game. Mm. Uh, not too much to it. Everything gets a little repetitive after a while. But if you are a fan of this kind of old school RPG mm. little Steam game, it's a nice couple hours in the afternoon. And it's definitely something that... I wouldn't say go out of your way to play if you're not overly a fan of this genre of gaming, which is the kind of like, I want to say like mid-90s RPG reminds me a lot of different kind of side-scrolling games. Uh, you well, know, like, like Lunar like... Lunar 2 would be a good example of mm. it reminds me a lot of that. Okay, because I got a sense of, there was a game called Crystallis. I never played that. All right, it was a uh, figure if, um, uh, if uh, Legend of Zelda had more cross-dressing. Oh, well, sign me up. And was set in the far off future of 1998. But uh, that's that's the the sense I got from some of the images. And it seemed like we talked about Mega Man. Is it the kind of game where you actually have to beat people to get their abilities, or are you a mid game play and use it in, on the fly as a uh, as just a, well, a general you don't game because you possess the body of who you defeat. Ooh. So you're basically it's because the because the um the the game is technically called soul thief so you're you're stealing the very essence of who you're fighting and you kind of go through the levels and there's like little bosses like one of my favorites was a piranha plant okay for example looks very much like in mario but he's just a little piranha plant that you have to fight and then there's just all kinds of just really cute like the levels all look very similar Mm -hmm. and you're kind of fighting like minions and then you go up against the you know boss if you will well, so was this worthwhile? Because it sounds like kind of like a banal, you had it's, fun for two minutes well, and the rest was... Here's bleh. the thing. If you're a fan of this action RPG genre, mm-hmm. it has a lot of throwbacks to old school games. It has a cute gameplay system. And I like the whole concept of like, oh, I'm possessing the enemy I've defeated. And it has some quirks to it. But I would say it's nothing innovative. It's nothing too new. If you're someone that's like, yeah, I could take or leave an action RPG, not really worth it. But if you're someone like me who genuinely enjoys this genre, Mm -hmm. I found it really fun. I recommend it to my best friend. Like, I think that people who already play this type of game would find it interesting. But it's not going to grab you if you're someone that plays, you know, Overwatch. You're Mm. not going to enjoy this. Okay, okay, I can see that. Because I was thinking you said Possession. Um, I got images of It's a lot less spooky than it seems. (laughs) <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, that's, that could be a cool it's thing. Do you remember very um, cute. Uh, Abe's Odyssey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you, and you possess the uh, the other creatures. You walk them into a, into a, uh, into a spike uh, pit or a, um, or electrified doorway or something. Or some sort of meat grinder. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, you make sauces out of them. It's hilarious. I imagine that in the platformer, like a cutie platformer, though. It's like, you know, if Punky Skunk had a... <laughs> I guess I would rate it like a 6 out of 10. Like, it's not the greatest game on Earth, but it's certainly not, like, the worst. But well, otherwise, don't don't run to get it. It's pretty cheap on its own, but then again, if it's like Steam sales, it falls into that bundle a lot where it can be particularly cheap. Mm-hmm. Cute game for if you love the genre. Mm-hmm. Really nothing that jumps out at me like, whoa, what a hip, innovative game. What a twist on a classic. It's this is just... bumming me out because the name was so freaking no, cool. No, but it's cute. No, no, I Wizard don't want to show Because of the name. So that has because of the name. I don't want to give the wrong impression that it's not a fun game. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel that if you already play this genre of game, you're not going to be like, whoa, I suddenly am into action RPGs. This is not the game that's going to grab you. Well, oh, oh, <laughs> this one's uh, flaming. It's it's like a double whammy. Herb, are you, are you a Pokemon player too? Uh, not since Red. Okay, cool. Just checking because I mean, I, I love, I love, I love Pokemon. <laughs> it's the only game series that I genuinely get a new game every single time. I will buy a new system if I have to. Did you play Go? 
Pokemon Go. Yeah, I like plot. I, I like Pokemon because it's an RPG. Mm-hmm. So I have Pokemon Go, but I'm like level 12. It's not the greatest thing ever. But for me, because I'm not a god to catch them all, I like make a team. And then I have, you know, that's my that's my friends. And we mm-hmm. go on our adventure. And I got to be the very best. But I don't necessarily need to catch them all. So Pokemon Go hits the wrong uh, fun receptors for me. All right. Well, I love these moments. Oh, and Asterios has a um has a has a series where he played well played da 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 Pokemon Go, and kind of just like stream the progress. Yes. <laughs> uh, we should have talked to him about that. Oh, Anyways, well, I love these moments in the day. show where um the rants come up, <laughs> and then I can just take a take a take a look to the left. And so the look on Adam's face that it's glazed, says, like a donut. you effing nerds, how did I end up Never, here? Never played once. <laughs> it's all right, man. Just appreciate the hours of your life you have saved by not. <laughs> oh, man. Count, I'm, yeah. Oh, okay, but I'm going to jump into a comic review real quick because I got to check out in the spirit of Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> I got to check out a book called Boo. It's a collection of Halloween stories. And I was damned unimpressed. You're not oh. trying to be like a hard, you know, like, oh, it's, it's got to terrify me to be proper Halloween fair. I need to be scared. Nothing like that. I just want uh, some interesting Halloween stuff. You know, I get in the spirit of seasons. But Halloween is one of those days where, dude, I get into it. I love it. I'm wearing the freaking understated necktie as part of my ensemble today, man. The shirt under the... I, I wanted to come in face paint, but it wasn't apropos for the tea. What were we going to... Face paint? Are you going to be the yeah. ultimate uh, warrior? I'm in face paint. I, 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 no, <laughs> the ultimate warrior. <laughs> did you know that the Juggalo Wrestling League is one of the best independent circuit wrestling leagues in America? I did not. Her, did you did know you? that that's, that's completely a real thing and I'm not making it up right now? They have Sabu. Really? Sabu? Yeah. Is he like, is he, is he, is he a Juggalo now? He's, I mean, he's been at the gathering of the Juggalos. For you real, uh, yeah. to our listeners out there and mm. in-house, uh, Juggalo Wrestling League is a real thing that they have like really good wrestlers and really good matches at Gathering of the Jugglers, which I desperately want to go to this year. Dude, that's so frightening. Couldn't, you would never find me there. Yeah, I'm going to go. It's, it's not like I'm going to go. You I have two different friends that want me to go. I'm going to go. Wait, are you going to go in like full Juggalo makeup? Are I you a just, Juggalo? I mean, here's the thing. Not that that's a bad thing. I'm not I putting it down. I skirt the line because I really just love Gamzee from Homestuck, <laughs> who showed up on Snapchat today. So, hey. But I, I like have basically like tumbled into the Juggalo pit and I can't escape. Wow. Mm. Okay, I don't, one of, my my know, days of Fago. I'm a non-practicing juggalo, I guess, because I don't. You know, who is, it's mm. interesting that uh, the writer Nathan Rabin, he's uh, one of my favorite film writers, and he he worked for the Onion AV Club, and also. But every year he does, he goes to the Gathering of the Juggalos, and he does a uh, a piece, a big you know article on it, and it's always one of my must reads every year. That, that he does a a write up of the Gathering and what it means to him and everything like that. How you know. Wait, wait, His experience what, what is it there. means to him, like it's a religious yeah, experience? Yeah, like everybody who goes there is like, you know, really, really into it. And yeah, it, it's funny you say a religious experience because a lot of it is, it feels like almost like Christian rap. <laughs> and no, I'm, I, not, I, I, I'm not kidding. No, like, I've heard that. Yeah, heard that. like it's a very I, like, you know, pay t- you know, by the grace of God, you know, it's it's really like there's a lot more religious. to it, which is makes it, it creeps me out a lot more because it's like it's it's just Jesus, seems, Jesus clown. At the same time, you 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 Find read these the stories. In God. Like there was a story not too long ago where this guy, and you can Google this. This guy he cut off his girlfriend's pinky oh, and then uh, put the blood in a shot glass and drank shot glass of her blood in. It, uh, in the spirit a of a juggalo, yeah. Oh, great. So it was it was as a sacrifice to these juggalos, and then they tried to cauterize the wound with a blowtorch. This oh. is all. This is juggalo activity, and so that's, that's there's little, like something with the god, and then the drinking of I the blood that doesn't quite connect to me. But dance with my friends and see wrestling. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> ride a Ferris wheel. Yeah, I don't oh. know. Yeah, oh, okay. eat a corn dog or something. <laughs> it's like a no judgment zone. So I hear that's really good. And, you know, it's like they go there, and you can be exactly you can who you want to be. You can show your boobs. You cannot show your boobs. Show your boobs. No, hey, no, I'm, yeah, I'm showing boobs. It's supposed to be a safe place. Well, no, I get the sense of I get the sense of community, and I'm into hip hop, and I got nothing against clowns. You know, I enjoy the circus too, but the I like, combination of it's all 2016 these things and you have one. to be like, I have nothing against clowns. Yeah, I'm. I'm to our well, listeners no, out folks, there, I have nothing against clowns. Yeah. No, we, have, we have a clown in the back or over there. He's just Coolio was that got gathering. He's not doing Word? so well. Coolio, Coolio, he's hanging yeah. out. Coolio for first Craig Mack. Vanilla Ice is a juggalo. Vanilla Ice. Well, that's not surprising. Just so you know, Vanilla Ice has like transitioned to so many different well, phases. He's, been, he's a juggalo. He's he's been metal. 
He's like, been metal. I have that metal. Album. He's been punk. He's been metal. Yeah. You, too cold. He dreads, too. you have. He did a remix. The vanilla. You wait, called Ice YouTube? Cold. What up? You have the vanilla ice album? Stomp through the Bayou. I have that oh, okay. album, I'm, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's a. You purchased this. I've always been... skirted the Juggalos. I guess I. I was just. I was. Real, real quick interjection from my personal life. I finally watched the movie Queen of the Damned, which I had never done because mm-hmm. I love the Vampire Chronicles so much, and it like. I almost had like a heart attack realizing that the singing voice for Lestat was Jonathan Davis of Corn. Oh man. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Me and the Thriller Priest bonded over that. We got to have a long conversation off air. <laughs> but this is so far off the point of um of this. Of <laughs> Sorry, this friend. I know you have book. nothing against clowns, but I've got no. I, see, that, that's, <laughs> I have to say that because you can't say I like clowns. Or you know, yeah, now clowns are okay because there's, it's it's always an extreme. It's like, oh, I'm I'm am afraid of clowns or clowns weird me out You're or something. You're mildly indifferent or, to clowns. The, yeah, they're just they're, they're clowns. They're not even my favorite part of the circus. I like those dudes who rode the motorcycle in that big globe. That was freaking cool. But it's like it, either folks assume, yeah, you're really scared of clowns and weirded out by them, or you've got some kind of fetish. And I'm like, no, can't I just be someone who, yeah, I'm aware of them. Don't bother me. They're funny at times. You know, it's like, yeah, it's got to be a thing. So I always have to say I've got nothing against clowns, and then I get chastised for it. Macabre. Why don't you like my spooky brethren? I'm sorry. It's too green. What? Oh, um, no. It's the ah, <laughs> magnets. How do they work? No, no, I was, <laughs> no, I was talking about um, Boo, the collection of Halloween stories. One thing I actually found about, oh, hold on, let me get the, the, the official description is, <clears throat> crawling from their crypts, their vaults, their mansions and houses come 12 of the creepiest, kookiest, corniest, and I emphasize corniest, horror tales to terrify and pumpkin spice up your Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, they actually said that. Dude, uh, that's really uh, all you need to know about. And that's level. where I stopped reading. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Is there at least good artwork? Um, it, 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 it varies, because each one of these titles, each one of these stories is done by a different writer mm. and a different artist. Uh-huh. And some of them, the art actually was kind of slick. You know, um, It seems like they went, uh, I was going to say above their pay grade, it seems like they really went all out to get some top artists who I think really just want to do something like a cool Halloween book, which would be Awesome if they didn't restrict them to like these three, four page, uh, the whole thing's anthology style and these three, four page vignettes where you get the sense of if this was a longer story, it actually kind of could have been kind of cool. Instead, it seems like they try to give you the hyper abridged version of Tales from the Crypt episodes. How many? Or it's like those spooky stories to tell in the dark kind of series. Yeah, kind of. You know what I mean? Hmm. But these are terrible stories. Yeah, these are bad. <laughs> the <laughs> dog <laughs> was really a rat from Mexico. It's like, it's like picture a horror book, but bad. That uh, one stuck with me. I'm sorry. You. That one stuck with me forever. No, they're all they're all just they're, okay. There's these girls. They have this secret sorority, and we don't know what goes on. Lesbians. Ah, uh, no, no, not at all. That would have been awesome. <laughs> oh, that would have made my day. Been, yeah. No, it's just like they've got a whole thing going on. What is it? It's supernatural. Okay, cool. They just found out supernatural stories over. What? Whoa, Lesbian what? Lesbian witches. Huh? Oh, no, the whole... Th- I'm not, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to go into spoiler territory. Spoiling. All I will say... No, no, it's not worth spoiling. Oh, God. It's just so much badness. Like, sometimes the art... You mentioned the art... Uh, got really confusing, and it's done by uh, indie style artists who are really used to working. I'm guessing in um, in uh, pen in uh, with nobody pencil. like expecting anything. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's indie. No one cares. Yeah. But in pencil on large format, so when you have them condensed in the comic panels, it's, a it's blurry. just these, like, no, not even just these really overly busy, confusing pages. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah, and I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on, because the, in the word bubbles, it seems like an interesting story. It's, and if I wasn't looking at a page full of squiggles... It looks like it layered on top of you, like a little too... Yeah. yeah. Maybe they had to do that because of how limited their their story space was. Possibly, but at the end it just made some stories confusing. Other ones that could have been cool were far too short in the bridge, and everything tried to end on M. Night Shyamalan-style twist. Oh, and I mean, oh, for man. one story, I can I can get I get two stories, but all of them? And then you can't do that in like three or four pages. You know, so with an anthology book, you want a collection of good stories, and this was a collection of the most mediocre... Like, you can... I could tell they were trying too hard. Mm. Which, when they're half-assing it, I can deal. When they're trying too hard, I normally applaud their efforts, but I'm I'm like Can't do that judging by the yeah by the quality of the work and the art at, at least. That's unfortunate. They should have known better. And what's really unfortunate is this is not the first. This excuse me, I think this is maybe the fourth. Are we still describing M Night Shyamalan? Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, just really shoddy twists, um, Tales from the Crypt style humor. Some of the titles are written by uh, Eric Esquivel, uh, Scott Faulkner, um, Andrew Ilha, uh, Manning Krull. If you know these names, they're not terrible. They think they were just forced into a bubble to crank this one out for Halloween. And I, I would definitely recommend a pass. And if you like Halloween, seriously, pass. Just well, that's what I was, I was it saying. Yourself. It's like cranking out stuff for Halloween. How is there no Halloween movies? Like, legit ones. Isn't there like a horror movie that usually has to come out like every year that I you, you can't even watch it? Shin Godzilla. That's your monster flick oh, right there. Yeah, oh, that one, that I'm one, talking about a movie that's wide sure release that's actually in theaters <laughs> for everybody. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Uh, no, I feel you, man. I feel the, the season has kind of lost its way. Shin yeah. Godzilla maybe not want to be Godzilla for Halloween. Oh, that is such a good costume. No, it's not. That it's is gross. so good. So yeah. gross. But there's no, like, you know, slasher movie. There's no, like, oh, the house is haunted. Don't go in there type stuff. I, just, well, I don't know. I want to see that movie. I want to see a movie literally just called That House is Haunted. <laughs> don't go in there. Don't go in there. That was, no. It's the only movie where the black guy lives. But let's speak of M. Night Shyamalan. Did, did you see the trailer for this new movie? Which one? The new M. Night Shyamalan movie. He's got a new one. Yeah. News to me. What do you Where got? it's just uh, the name of the actor is escaping me. He uh, kidnaps these uh, three Horace girls, Leishman. and he has these uh, these girls in this room, and then he has like twenty different personalities. Would you stop? <laughs> <laughs> he has like twenty different personalities, and they all like are acting out these different roles. And one of them is the Beast, and the Beast is supposed to be coming, and he can like and it's, Dude, it looks kind of. Uh, wacky, of course. It's going to be the M. Night Shyamalan ending where it's just like this weird thing you're never going to see coming. But Yeah, turns out they're all the ghost of no. Jim Varney. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Imagine. Which is one of the better uh, the Halloween movies? It was, uh, Ernest Scared Ernest Stupid? Ernest Scared Stupid, yeah. What, what, was it the milk that gets him? That was yeah. the milk, yeah. yeah. The, no, you gotta, you gotta, gotta fight the demons, the trolls with Miak. Miak. Terrible. Uh, okay, okay. Well, while we're on the subject, um, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on the... Uh, we, we want to talk about Plants vs. Zombies, but we have, like, literally four minutes. I don't want to shortchange it. We can get to it maybe next week? Yeah, sure. Okay, then, dude, I want to run down since we're in the spirit of the holiday. Yeah. Uh, dude, Halloween specials, man. What, where, where did the Halloween specials go? I miss these know. so yeah. many. There used to yeah. be so many good ones. I just watch old. I yeah. think they're just, like, you know, resting on the laurels watching the old ones. You know what I mean? Like, I, like every... A lot of sitcoms have Halloween-themed episodes, but they're not, like, the same thing as, like, Halloween special. Yeah, they're yeah. Not, absolutely not. Well, it's just like, I like Roseanne's Halloween. Oh, those were always yeah, she the always, best. That was always, like, the best one. The you know intro what I mean? was always the best. Like, yeah. the Halloween... For those who don't know, Roseanne always had a very special Halloween episode. Yeah, it was and it changed the intro, which would pan around the kitchen of them all eating usually mm. yeah. and they'd just be like Dan's missing his head or like yeah, they're eating right. severed hands and yeah. I just well, then Roseanne I think though on a quick note I think was one of the most innovative uh, sitcoms ever made it was great it was, yeah. it was really, really one was. of the first also just blue collar you know working it was class it, was, it was just sitcom. really funny but it was like it was like, their Halloween ones it was biting really you know what I mean kind of like, yeah, you know, like Louis you know what it is well, now they, it's funny but you're like ah you know well, the thing with, with, with Louis is I, they, they had an episode which I constantly go back to where you got to watch them get mugged and then credits yep. you know so I mean that's that, that that's taking it to like really experimental territory right. Roseanne kept it fun yeah, until it didn't sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't afraid to get serious, but obviously it was lighthearted, and it was, but it was, it yeah. sucked, you know what I mean? You're not making enough money, you're... Yeah. Well, to bring it back to Six Degrees of Separation, Jim yeah, Farney was on Roseanne as well. Jim Farney, yeah, it was. <laughs> but we don't, we don't have, the, but, we were, but your point is, though, there really aren't the Halloween special. Like, there used to be yeah. mm -hmm. an episode that you could watch any time mm -hmm. that cause kind of a self-contained Halloween event. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I don't know what happened with that with modern TV. I, I miss it. The last one I remember seeing, uh, Phineas and Ferb had a Halloween special. And before then, dude, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. I mean, maybe, 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 maybe it's the studios. Play. Maybe the studios are just afraid Part to produce some sort of offensive. Because Halloween and the things about Halloween well, are got, kind of offensive. It definitely is intended to horrify and to offend people. And stuff still. People but are a little sensitive yeah. right now. The Simpsons still does it, but Simpsons cats and cats. Not as good. How Simpsons. They're not, but it's still it's still doing it. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, you got to give it that. I think I think the uh, the key the the the, the key I. Uh, identifier as to no people still want this is how popular now is uh is jack skellington and the concept of nightmare before christmas right. both the Halloween they and just christmas released movie. new hot topic clothes for nightmare before christmas yeah there's like in just this season in i mean and they do it live too you well, know that, what I mean? Like they had a big uh, Nightmare Before Christmas uh, at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm -hmm. that, like that's kind of sad, like though, the it. fact that 
they're reverting to, to re-releasing something that's 25 ish years old there or definitely over that. 20 years old we do that with christmas so. though all the time like christmas specials and stuff like i watch yeah. garfield christmas every year because it's the funniest yeah, dude, when's thing last time? i love that cartoon when i was a kid but when i was a kid we're talking 20 plus years yeah. ago. yeah yeah absolutely you're right no but what, what johnny's kind of saying is like how sad is it that what has replaced it nothing yeah exactly that where's yeah. where's a new movie that's super good halloween yeah movie. but where's a new movie where's... where they're not doing sequels all the time like they have to do remakes yeah. of that it's just they're, yeah it's a product of the are, system yeah they're keeping it safe studios yep. don't want to try things i don't even think that's safe though i don't think that's safe it's easy it's not safe because a lot of these sequels aren't making that no. much money all these remakes aren't making that much money it's just easy. I don't. I wouldn't well, say it's, it's safe. It's good. It's, it's good that they're not making money because yeah. finally, hopefully, the studios will wake up and yeah, they try it's to fund something now. new. As someone know. named Macab, I demand more Halloween content. <laughs> I will say. I second um, that. I yeah, think, so I think is, one of the things. Is any favorites for you, sir? Any favorites? For what's your Halloween? favorite Halloween? Anything? Halloween. Real quick, what's your favorite Halloween? Anything Halloween? I, what I, do you watch I, every I, year? I, I, I always say the Halloween tree. Halloween Tree is a uh, is one of those specials that came on TV. It was about a bunch of kids who dressed in Halloween costumes, and then one of them died. Hmm. But he died because he got sick, and his friends went on this quest to get retrieve their friend's soul. And when they crossed over into like the world, the underworld, the world of the supernatural, uh, they were imbued with the pot like the way they actually persevered is they were imbued with the powers of their costume. So the girl that's dressed as the witch, she got witch like powers. You know the um, uh, uh, the kid who's dressed as the vampire got like uh, uh, vampiric powers. The kid dressed as the mummy, he he could understand like the dead. And when they had to go through crypts, he was able to communicate with them. The vampire had like the ability to fly and and uh, and communicate and commun- with bats and oversee the creatures of the night. You know, and even like the kid dressed as the pumpkin had the spirit of Halloween was able to affect like the environment. And it was kind of cool. The um, they made the, a video uh, game out of that called Costume Quest. They did. Oh man, I missed out on so much. Um, but that's mine. Mine's uh, mine's the worst witch. The worst witch. The worst witch. Gotta watch that every Halloween. The worst witch. Uh, mine. Mine is Return of Living Dead. Return. Like, All right. To uh, be fair, that's like, the real good one. That's that's the one with the, the punks in the graveyard. Yes, right? it that's is. The, one of the only. And for those who don't know, real quick, I am terrified of zombies. It's one of the only zombie movies I will watch. Yeah. Just because I love that redheaded nudie chick dancing in the graveyard. Really, you don't like Miguel Nunez with the with the, the best, Jerry with the Jerry Curl going? The best out? scene in any movie ever. <laughs> it, it also was the start of the fast zombies. Was uh, Return of Living Dead? Yeah, yeah. The and gas, the smart, the, the smart kept, zombies too. They kept reusing the same clip of this like gas rising because they like spent five dollars making that movie. <laughs> yeah, you also couldn't kill them. I remember. And like, the soundtrack they, they, is so amazing. Yeah, and you couldn't kill them. Yeah. Adam, what's mm. yours? Uh, well, I could name a bunch of horror movies, but I'm not going to. What, uh, what is your Halloween go-to? You uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Halloween, where uh, uh, yes. Carlton is uh, Macaulay Culkin. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they all lose their money. He's like, oh, my God, I'm bankrupt. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, it's <laughs> so good. I don't know. It's just dumb. But, yeah, a lot of horror yeah, movies, nobody, but that's mean they're good. Worst Witch is was, super dumb. So, yeah. well, well, <laughs> Tim Curry is a grand high wizard. If you anything Tim Curry Anything can happen on Halloween. Do yourself a favor. You got two more hours of Halloween on the East Coast. Check that out. Look up Anything Can Happen on Halloween. It's a song from The Worst Witch. Yeah, get in the spirit, man. You will not Take regret advantage. it. You all will right. not regret if, it. If people want to get scared to all hell, uh, check out Ghost Watch. It, don't research any of it at all. Don't research it. Ghost Watch, all one word. It's a British show back in the very early 90s. It's uh, kind of like Blair Witch, but it's real. Mm-hmm. And it was filmed live and broadcasted live. Uh Watch it. Don't research it. Just and it's free on YouTube. You can watch it for free completely, and that's the only place you can get it. It's actually it's so scary that it's banned in uh, the UK. It broadcasted once live in the UK. This is the only thing I'm going to tell you about it. Broadcasted live once in the UK and got banned. People died because of that. They uh, they committed suicide. It was that scary. Okay. Damn. Ghost Ghost Watch. Check oh, it thanks, out. Thanks for taking it to the extra And if you don't, place. if you don't want that. You could watch Tim Curry singing Anything Can Happen on Halloween, and it will be spoopy, but not spooky. And now you know the difference. And now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> but uh, I want to thank you for emphasizing that, too, because um, for some reason, when you said, don't research it, don't, I thought you were directing this kind of porno. All right, so Herb, Herb uh, DJ Herbie Herb off screen, uh, you got a, a chime in for your favorite Halloween special? I'm Vitasim. All right. Those two, two part, you know, two part Halloween special, Vitasim episode. Mm. Mm. All right, he's with it. 
All right, and uh, I want to put another shout-out for the Phoenix and Ferb Halloween special, dude. It, it was a damn good show, and at least they're doing it in 2016. Oh, that was like 2014. If dude, That was like 2012. I'm old. All right, well, either way, Phoenix and Ferb doing big things. Uh, if you're a juggalo, <laughs> more power to you. All right, and Bike and Mars for Mars, somebody remembers it. All right, also, Drink look some Pago for us. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Also, uh, Asterios Kokinos. Uh, check them out at AsteriosKokinos.com. Uh, Kokomo. Kokomo? Haruba. Uh, well, you'll get there faster if you take it slow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, anyways, this has been The Geek Down here on WEMF. Wishing you a very, very, very happy Halloween. Ooh. With our spooktacular... Oh, that's what happened, too. Those spooktacular savings ads and um, Thriller being co-opted by, like, Party City. That's what happened to the freaking Halloween specials. Damn it. But either way, we're not doing that here. We are represented by Alice Cooper in the spirit of Halloween. That's right. I want to thank you all for joining us here for another action-packed, fun-filled show. I want to remind you, you can catch us on SoundCloud slash Geek Down. On iTunes, just search Geek Down. On Twitch.tv, if you're not watching, you should be. Twitch.tv slash The Geek Down. And also catch us on YouTube. And we're all over the place on Facebook, on Twitter. Hit us up. Say, hey, if you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on or introduce Herb to some actual, factual Halloween specials, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com or just go to the site, geek-down.com. And we'll catch you all next week right here on WMFradio.com. Same bat time, same bat channel. Monday nights, 9 p.m. And until then, be excellent to each other. Ha, 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 ha.